0: How is it that something as common, as widespread, as normal as a Canadian making a contribution to their own RRSP can be so darn confusing? The reality is though, it is. Simple things, a lot of people are left not understanding how the rules work. I want to start the video off today with two quick questions, a little pop quiz. Question number one, what is the deadline for making a contribution to your RRSP? You have three seconds. If you said March 1st, I'm gonna give you a three out of four because in many years, March 1st is the actual date of the deadline. However, there are exceptions that we're gonna cover off in the video today. We'll get to those in a moment. Question number two, what is the limit to how much you can contribute to your RRSP? Three seconds starting now. If you answered 18% of your prior year's earned income, you are partially right. But when you go online today to look for this type of information, deadline information, contribution room information, there is so much confusion. In this video today, we are going to clear up a lot of this confusion. Uh, When you look online, there is misinformation. There is incomplete information. There's just flat out wrong information. And I want to clear those things up for you specifically with uh, the deadline, when you can contribute, what you're Uh, contribution or deduction limit would be and what happens if you miss the deadline what happens if you contribute after the deadline we're going to clear those things up in the video today before we jump into this video i would like to thank today's sponsor passive now passive is a free platform that you can use and it'll help you in quickly rebalancing your portfolio Uh, Passive offers a wide variety of features like goal tracking, uh, one-click trades, and many, many more features. Be sure to click the link in the description below or in the pinned comment to start automating your investments today. Also, as always, the first link in the video below is for our investing academy where we offer investment training and we've recently added retirement preparation training feel free to check that out by clicking the first link below this video is not about what an RRSP is we're assuming because we're going into some of the nuances you already know what that is if you're new you're not sure what an RRSP is check this link to this video here and that will give you sort of a baseline of what an RRSP is in general we are going to talk today about this RRSP contribution deadline which is something that every single year uh, people confuse and if you don't know what the deadline is it can actually be an expensive mistake to make if you contribute uh, too late. March 1st is the most common calendar date that the RRSP contribution uh, uh, deadline falls on, but it's not always the case. There are a couple of exceptions that you should be aware of. You need to be mindful when you're looking for sources online, and we're going to go over some examples here where what you read isn't necessarily the full story. The two exceptions are uh, leap years, and if the RSP contribution falls on a weekend. As a starting point to just drill down into what this uh, contribution deadline is, let's start right at the source with the Canadian Income Tax Act. The act itself states that the time period is on or before the day that is 60 days after the end of the year. So despite this March 1st date that is often out there, the act itself says that you have 60 days into the new year contribute to your RRSP if you want to use the deductions against prior years income. If we look online, we can use a TD website as an example here, and they're looking for what is the 2021 RRSP contribution deadline? March 1st 2022 is the last day to make contributions for the 2021 tax year. They go on to say you have 60 days after the end of the year to make your RRSP contribution for the previous year. If we look at that from a calendar perspective, December 31st being the last day of 2021, january had 31 days february had 28 days and one more which is march the 1st that falls on a tuesday we can see by this calendar that march 1st 2022 is the deadline if we look at what national bank has to say they also reiterate on the right side that for the 2021 tax year the contribution deadline is march 1st 2022 on the left side they say you can contribute to your rrsp at any point during the year plus the first 60 days of the following year Now, they also go on in a little bit more detail. They say contributions that you make in January and February are deducted from your previous year's income. And they also say that if you make contributions after the deadline, you will have to claim them as deductions on your 2022 tax return. Now, this is inaccurate information. And in just a few minutes, a little bit later in the video, we're going to explain why that is and what you can do to make sure that you don't fall victim to uh, to making the wrong decision based on information like you read on uh, this website right here. Now, if we stay on that March 1st deadline, which often is the actual calendar date. Let's look at a couple of exceptions. Exceptions number one, I wanna use the taxtips.ca website, which is chocker block full of good information. They say quite correctly, the deadline for the RRSP contributions for the 2021 tax year is Tuesday, March 1st, 2022. They say in a bit more detail, the Income Tax Act sets the date as on or before the day that is 60 days after the end of the year, which is March 1st, except in a leap year when it will be February the 29th. They go on to say, however, if February 29th or March 1st falls on a weekend, the deadline is moved to the next business day. Now, the Income Tax Act that I referred to at the beginning of this video is 3,335 pages long and nowhere in all of that text could I find the word weekend. That said, we will look at some evidence that confirms that CRA does in fact honor the weekends as an extension to the RSP deadline. As some verification that this in fact occurs, if we go back to the TD Bank, we'll notice that they've also listed the three previous tax years. And if we look at the 2019 tax year, we'll see March 2nd as that deadline. If we go back to our calendar example for that year, December 31st, of course, being the end of 2019, January has 31 days, February in 2020 had 29 days because it was a leap year, so that is 60 days, which means the deadline would normally fall on the 29th, which as we can see is a Saturday. If we then carry this forward to the next business day, that is Monday, March the 2nd, and we can see that in that year, March the 2nd was actually the deadline. Now, the reason that this is so important, we know that habitually a lot of Canadians wait until the very end of the RRSP contribution period before making their actual contributions. And in cases where you're not sure what that day is, I mean, clearly in a perfect world, we would contribute far before that date was over, but if you didn't understand that and you missed that date, it could cost thousands of dollars of lost opportunity. Um, if you contribute, for example, uh, in a leap year, you think it's March 1st, because that's what you hear all the time, it's actually the 29th, or if you think you've already passed it because March 1st has passed, but it actually, it may be March 2nd, if the, if the end happens to fall, Um, on a weekend just as a backup to be very careful if you have left your contribution to the last minute uh, go ahead go to the CRA website and they're always going to have the most current information for the current tax year Uh, so make sure you don't miss your contribution deadline
1: hey everybody it's Brandon here I'd like to interrupt today's episode very briefly to remind you The next ultra confusing
0: topic I wanna talk about in today's video when it comes to RRSPs are the limits that you have. And you're going to hear two terms uh, often. You're gonna hear contribution limit and you're gonna hear deduction limit. And depending on the source that you're using for your research, you're gonna hear things like they're the same thing, you're going to hear things like they're distinctively different. I really hate to break this news to you, but you will be seeing a lot of conflicting information uh, when you search the web, bit of a warning there. Uh, what we're going to do in the video right now is we're going to take a look at some of this misinformation so that you can help clarify your thoughts on what you really should be looking when it comes to your contribution room. Let's start with a simple Google search. When you type in RRSP deduction limit, which the first thing that comes up, nothing to do with the deduction limit. It says your RRSP contribution limit for 2021 is 18% of earned income and so on and so on. The first page that comes up is a uh, Sun Life and they go on in their text to say, your RRSP contribution limit for 2021 is 18% of earned income that you reported on your tax return in the previous year up to a maximum of $27,830. So very explicitly here, Sun Life is telling you that your contribution limit is that 18% number of your previous year's earned income. Let's have a look at what Wealthsimple has to say on this topic. Now, under their heading, how to calculate your RRSP contribution limit, they say the RRSP deduction limit is always 18% of your previous year's pre-tax earnings. So here Sun Life says uh, contribution limit is 18%. Wealthsimple says that your deduction limit is 18% and uh, Wealthsimple goes on to say to calculate your RRSP contribution room, you will need to know how much you have previously contributed as well as the contribution limits for each year. In another area on their website, they explicitly clarify your RRSP deduction limit refers to this year's limit rather than taking into account any unused contributions from a previous year. So essentially here, right out of the gate, you have two well-respected financial, uh, Canadian financial institutions telling you exactly the opposite when it comes to what this 18% number refers to. So who are you supposed to believe? Do you believe a wealth symbol? Do you believe Sun Life? Uh, let's look at what TD says to try and clear up the situation. On TD's website, they say, understanding your RRSP contribution limit. Your RRSP contribution limit also known as your deduction limit is the maximum amount etc 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 so TD is now saying that they're the same thing despite the fact that explicitly just prior to this Wealth Simple said they are not the same thing and you're going to get this all the time as you go through different sources of information so no wonder people's heads spin when they're trying to think of these numbers these are just a handful of examples of how This information is, um, I don't, there's no incentive that any of these institutions have that I can think of that they would intentionally mislead you. Uh, But the point is that even if they unintentionally mislead you, this could cost you money in the long run. Let's go right to the source and let's see what the Canada Revenue Agency has to say, because in my opinion, that's where you probably should go. Under their title, what is your RRSP deduction limit? CRA says, your registered retirement savings plan, RRSP deduction limit often called your contribution room is the amount that you can contribute to your rrsp the amount that you can contribute to a spousal rsp or the maximum you can deduct on your tax return reducing your tax for that year now this just blows me away because the cra itself is talking about a deduction limit which refers to a contribution limit in fact they're off they're saying they're often called the same When we dive into the Income Tax Act, the heading called RRSP Deduction Limit lays out the formula. And we won't get into the specifics, but of note, in the act, this is called the RRSP Deduction Limit. Interesting, in the actual Income Tax Act itself, there isn't a uh, a reference even to a contribution limit as it pertains to an RRSP. So how can you find out what your numbers are? Because that's at the end of the day, uh, that's what really matters. How can we clear up all this confusion? There are a few sources that you can go to that I think you can actually rely on. Let's start with your notice of assessment. When you file your tax return each year, you get a notice of assessment. Part of that document is what's called the RRSP deductions Limit Statement. This will simply go through and give you an up-to-date calculation. What your numbers are, it'll talk about the previous year, it'll talk about what's happened during the year, and at the end of the day, it'll show you your allowable contribution room for the current year that you're working on now. CRA also has their My Account for Individuals website where you can go and if you haven't registered for that, I, I certainly would advise you to do so. There is a lot of very valuable, timely information on that site. They have a mobile app called My CRA Mobile. And then they have two different numbers that you can call to get this information. They have their tips line, which is one 800 267 6999 for those who are still inclined to actually uh, call in now there's a second number which is the individual tax inquiries line 1-800-959-8281 now i'm not sure which of these is better faster depending on the time of year but if you want to call in and get this information i would suggest that you give one a call and if it's busy try the other one and maybe just keep going uh, back and forth before you get through but they will be able to uh tell you what that number is yourself. The third thing I want to talk today, going back, sort of cycling back, is what if you miss that deadline? So for whatever reason, you've missed the deadline. It reminds me of a story uh, from many years ago, probably close to 30 years ago. I was in the Royal Bank back in the day when you used to go into the bank and lined up uh, t- with one teller. And as I was transacting with that teller, there's a person who came up to the uh, the booth beside me. and I distinctively remember, and it struck me at the time, the uh, fellow had said to the teller, there a, a gentleman there, and he said to the lady, I want to make an RRSP contribution. Now, keep in mind, this was early March of that particular year. He said, I'd like to make an RRSP contribution. And the teller said to him, oh, you can't, the deadline has already passed. And for those of you who don't know, um, you can make an RRSP contribution um, anytime during the year. The only issue is when you can use that contribution to deduct against, uh, you know, which year of income you want to deduct it. And it, it really struck me that this this um, teller who's representing the bank, and it, it's hoping, hopefully accepting this fellow's money, um, literally said, you can't make an RRSP contribution. And I guess, you know, the the season had just ended and, you know, there probably had hundreds of people a day coming in to make those last minute contributions, but that just kind of goes to speak of how um, even in the institution itself, there's so much misunderstanding. If you miss that deadline, let's talk a little bit, let's use uh, actually National Bank as an example of how to how to manage that. We looked at this slide a little while ago and for the 2021 tax year, they, they correctly identified March 1st as the deadline. And then they go on to say, if you make contributions after this date, you will have to claim them as deductions on your 2022 tax return. That is not correct. Uh, what it should say, if you make them after that date, you cannot claim them against your 2021 income, but you don't have to claim them against your 2022 tax income. We're gonna talk a little bit more about that in just a second. But when you make an RSP contribution in a given year, you can carry that forward indefinitely. So again, if you just took this at face value, you may, do, you may avoid making a contribution thinking that you, you had to deduct it against 2022 income. Uh, that's incorrect. On the left side of this table, it shows contributions you make in January and February are deducted against your previous year's income. Again, that is not correct. You can use them to deduct against the previous year's income, but you certainly don't have to. Um, again, my, my concern here, I don't want people not making contributions to their RRSP if that's the right thing to do for them. Uh, because of information like this and just staying home and throwing their hands out and saying too late for me I didn't do it. What happens if you do miss the deadline? Again to confirm you can make RSP contributions Anytime okay when you do you uh, don't have to deduct that income in that year that you make it a lot of people are under this Misguided uh, understanding that the year in which you make a contribution is the year that you have to deduct it you can make a contribution to your RRSP. And as I mentioned, you can carry that forward. So a perfect example of someone not understanding the rules are, let's imagine you had unused RRSP room carried forward and you came into somebody, let's say an inheritance or whatever the source was. So let's say you had $50,000 of money available to you and you had $100,000 of unused contribution room. A common misunderstanding is that if you took that $50,000 and put it into your RSP, you would have to use that in that year against your taxes. And um, what this could do in a situation where maybe you have a low income year or a series of years, but you expect higher income in pre, in future years, you may delay making that contribution and benefiting from the tax uh, compounding effect, the tax free compounding effect of an RSP because you're focused just on having to deduct it in this year. So really importantly, it is vital Uh, from a tax perspective to make sure that you understand how the rules are and really make sure your due diligence i would generally use cra as the uh, website um, to to um, get that information from if you work with a a tax advisor or with a financial planner then that's another option as well uh, to make sure that you're doing what is uh, the best tax move for yourself we've talked about taxes from an rsp perspective if you are interested in looking at a complete guide to taxes in the stock market Uh, I invite you to check out this video right here, has a ton of good information. Thank you for watching the video. I look forward to seeing you in the next video.